There, I've seen to the pleasantries. Are you all satisfied now? Now what the fuck do you want? What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. I'm Nate, and joining me as always, joining you as well since you're listening, my co-host and brother, Zach. Namaste. Peace be with you. I'm very zen today. I guess so. I, I'd like to. It's been a good day. I've had a great day. Hope you've had a good day, listener. If you're joining us for the very, 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 very first time, then welcome. We're pretty rude here. We're crass, but we also like to talk about Game of Thrones because there's some cool shit going on in there. And we're full spoilers. People so we'll get fucked. And killed. And killed, but I like the fucking... All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't, no, but... Whatever. If you joined us last episode, we were reading Ned 15. Ned's final chapter. Ned's last chapter. Dun, 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 dun. And so Ned was stuck down in some dank old cells and was doing some tripping out on some crazy leg pain, possibly infection, and just hunger and thirst. And, and all of it combined. Darkness and, and loneliness. Yeah, doing some dreaming, some hallucinating. Yeah, we got some shit. a very, very interesting description of the attorney of Hall, which is yeah. the first time. Rhaegar. Yeah, it, it, first with. time in the book-wise, obviously, full spoiler reread, that the attorney of Hall is described to us in full as in to what detail, yeah. actually, happened, actually happened. And so we'll get a lot more on that as Which we cool. progress. So through. then he got a visit from our wonderful friend Varys. Our favorite neighborhood spider. Yeah, and we had a bit of a debate there. We did. We did. And then we took it to Twitter. We took it to Twitter and they were on my side. I mean, you know, there are no winners here, folks, because we were just trying to... I didn't claim I knew. I was asking... No, it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. I yeah, uh, no. I would tend to agree that Varys has a, a wider... And I phrased it wrong on Twitter, and yeah, I'm upset yeah. about that, but that's okay. Uh, but no, I agree that Varys has a much wider grasp of what's happening in the world. It was My question was more, who, who has the upper hand between the two? Yeah. And can that really even be answered? Who knows, but... Thank you to everyone who did respond on Twitter. We had a lot of fun. It was was entertaining me at work, and so I had a lot of fun doing that. So this week, this episode, we are reading Catelyn 9. Kitty cat! So before we do jump in, I thought there was some interesting connection in the placement of chapters here, where last chapter we had Ned 15, Ned's last chapter... And Ned is trapped. He's feeling trapped on just about every every single level. He, he failed his king, his best friend. He lied to him. He got him killed by the lies. He, he feels trapped by giving mercy to Cersei Lannister and allowing her to take control of the situation. He's literally trapped in a cell. Uh, he asks Varys to free him, and Varys basically tells him, I am your puppet master, I will send your letter or not, based on my own designs, and freeing you is not in my own designs, because it would put me in the crosshairs. So, there's this theme of feeling trapped, of not being able to make choices, and I just thought it was very interesting that Ned's last chapter is before this one of Catelyn's, where Catelyn is almost, and she... Catelyn's strength is what I I really like about her because she always continues to push herself to continue forward. I have to do this. I have to be strong. It's a lot of what Sansa thinks and stuff like that. And so this chapter, I think, starts a lot of what people hate about Catelyn, which is that feeling of trapped where every choice, every action, every thought she has is questioning what's happening around her. And, and actually, Julian, who wrote into us, mentioned it in his email as well, that she bases, she, and, and it's really here that it starts, she starts basing so many of her decisions not on herself and Rob and where they are, but on people around her, her father, Lord Hoster Tully, Tywin Lannister and his movements, Eddard Stark being stuck there. Everything becomes reactionary for Kat at this point, and it's a different sort of cell that she's yeah, in, and yeah. so I just, I, I've never picked up on it before, but Kat is in her own way trapped in this reactionary position. She needs to be strong and push through because Ned's in a cell, so she's sort of the next in head to get their boy ready, 
Yeah. And so it's all reactionary for her at this point because to be rash is to rush into death and kill her son in their last hope to free Ned Stark. So I just I thought that was a, an interesting thing to point out before we jump in. But Sweet. So I also the more literal sense that because uh, Kat starts comparing Rob once again to Ned and how – Mm-hmm. how similar he truly is now in his prime. And so I think it's cool that we were seeing Ned back at the tourney in well, I was going, when yeah. he was a younger kid, when he was in his prime, when he was mm-hmm. asleep, and now we're seeing that. Yeah, no, that's that's Rob. a good one too. Yeah, I didn't actually catch um, that. But, but anyway, yeah. so Kat, we open uh, this chapter, is headed towards the twins. Yeah. They're going to meet with the phrase. As the northern host had made it further south, Catelyn's apprehension had grown she masked her fears behind a stern face, yet they grew with every league they crossed. So I only made one note on that whole chapter. Uh, chapter. Whole para- chapter. The whole Just chapter. One Done. Note. That's it. Uh, Anxious. One paragraph uh, is that it's. I like that it opens with her with this mask, and her face is stern and still. Mm. What else is still and stirring? And, and again, to tie it back, we did just get Ned tripping out in the dark with Robert's mask. Yeah, pulling yeah, away pulling and revealing Littlefinger. And... Yeah, so there's a lot of this facial yeah. with the Stark family in mm-hmm. general. Uh, yeah, it said her days were anxious, her nights were restless, and every raven that flew overhead made her clench her teeth, which I just... I really liked watching the Stark reactions to Ravens now. Yeah, where that's a, a, essentially it, Dark Wings, Dark Words, but that's essentially going to embody Bran here soon. And so the fact that she's looking up mm-hmm. and clenching her teeth. So says she feared for her Lord Father, and wondered at his ominous silence. She feared for her brother Edmure and prayed the gods watched over him if he should face the the Kingslayer in ba- battle. She feared for Ned and her girls and for the sweet sons she had left at Winterfell. Yet, she decided she has to save her strength yeah. for Rob. Basically, she decided she doesn't have the time or energy to waste worrying. Nope. She has to worry about the topic at And hand. that's exactly what I was yeah. mentioning at this point. She says she must put aside thoughts of all the others. And this is where she says uh, Rob, who is taking after Ned so much has begun meeting with the lords up at the front. Well, she said before before that, she says she must be a Stark for true now, like her son. And so she's... So I did notice that she calls herself Catelyn Tully there. Yeah. She still calls herself Catelyn Tully, which she epitomizes the North. Well, that's she, it is... Because she, like, actively tries to epitomize the North. Yeah. And so she does so, and she does it well. Like, I don't think she's... But she still thinks of herself as a Tully in her head. Yeah, which is, I mean, I I don't... Because we commented on, like, our se- first chapter, maybe our second. No, it would be, like, the fourth chapter of the book. I think with it's... With Cersei uh, announcing herself as Cersei Lannister and not Cersei Baratheon. The yeah. fact that she didn't take his name. Yeah. And it's still everyone, like, Catelyn does go by Catelyn See, Stark. but with, with, with Cersei, obviously, it was her... That's Cersei's choice because she's Cersei. With Kat, I almost, and I think it's ironic, but I think it's more of the Jon Snow thing where she doesn't think she's worthy of the Stark name. Right, she's not right. this hardened. Well, and that's cold, it. I, I agree. But she is. She, I, but that's she what's so becomes funny. fucking Stoneheart. It, like, is that she, she is doesn't this think. hardened, cold mm-hmm. woman. She can do this. She's a very fucking strong woman. And that's what I was at the beginning. She epitomizes the North. And but so she it's, just doesn't it's, think I think she it's does. ironic that she right. thinks she must be a Stark for true now. Like, you have been. Like, you, you're absolutely right. a very strong leader of this Stark family. You've done well by these children, clearly. Like, Right. They're all really capable, intelligent people. And speaking so. of the Stark children. And speaking of, yeah. yeah. Rob is up at the front of the host, and he's always, every morning, he invites a lord, just like he does for dinner when he's mm-hmm. at home. He invites a lord to ride with him so that he can confer, and he weighs their words against the words of the other lords, and he listens. And... Yeah, he honored every man in turn, uh, listening as his lord father had listened. He had learned so much from Ned, she thought. But has he learned enough? So I think that all that, the way that she's praising him here, is going to be built up that much more at the end when we point out when her when she brings up the marriage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, we learn here that the Blackfish had taken a hundred men and a hundred swift horses and raced ahead to scout their way, 
and his rider's reports did absolutely little to reassure Catelyn. Lord Tywin's host was still many days to the south, but Lord Walder Frey, Lord of the Crossing, had gathered a force of near 4,000 men at his castles on the Green Fork. This is the, that old bitch Frey. That old bitch Frey, Motherfucker. as Julian so duly dubbed him. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is... I'm so excited for this chapter to get our introduction of Walder fucking Holy Frey. Holy fuck. So, late again, Catelyn murmured when she heard... It's the trident all over again, damn the man, she right. thought. Edmure had called the banners. By right, Walder should have joined his host at River Run, and yet here he sits. Which fits with absolutely everything we've heard about Walder. Yeah, Frey. what we know so far, what we know as a full spoiler reread, is that he's a motherfucking asshole. And so we'll... He's an opportunist. He is, man. He handles his business. And so, so it says that Rob is actually kind of hopeful and he thinks maybe Walder Frey means to join his forces to ours and Cat immediately questions that and she it says that she had rode in front to join Rob and that day's companion of Robert Glover and she says expect nothing of Walder Frey and you will never be surprised which right ominous ominous it's I just the visit this first visit to the twins when knowing that the Red Wedding is going to happen and being full aware of the next visit that you have here, Rob. Mm. That's it. And Is it the next? Because doesn't he come in? He, 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 I forget. I, I think, forget. Uh, but we'll, Damn we'll it see. all. You know. So, yeah, Rob mentions that he's your Lord uh, Father's Bannerman. You know, he wouldn't pull some shit. And Cat tells him that some men take their oaths more seriously than others. Lord F- Walder was always friendly with Casterly Rock, more friendly than my father would have liked. One of his sons is wed to Tywin's sister, and that would be Gemma Lannister. Yeah. Gemma. Gemma's a gem. <laughs> so Robert Glover asks if Catelyn thinks that he would betray them to the Lannister, and Cat truly doesn't know. She says he has an old man's caution and a young man's ambition, and he has never lacked for cunning. And... Rob, Rob gets a little fucking petulant here, and demands. So I like that before you mention that the just using the word cunning to describe him, like yeah, you never really think about him that way until like she puts it into perspective, and he really he is. Well, like I a hundred percent think, and I've actually always thought it. That's not even this isn't even a reread thing, but I've always thought that Walder Frey ups the gross of him when he's having guests intentionally like that yeah he is this crotchety gross right, piece of shit right. but when he's got guests like when Catelyn comes to he ups it because he knows he's doing like, a pie cell. yeah he, he's he knows putting on an act. that her family's always shit on him like he knows that the the realm as a whole Expected. looks at him as this shitty little lord with you know he's just marrying young girls and busting out sons but he kind of plays into it too, and it's in like that's in in its own self a kind of cunning. It's that right. This is what people expect me to be, so let me play into that and do the unexpected, which he does because Catelyn pretty much for the most part thinks she's got the advantage on Walder Frey. She's got him pegged, you know. He's yeah. crotchety. We just need to take his insults, and then he'll eventually he'll get to what he wants, and we can give it. to And him. that's it. Technically, she gets it here, but yeah. We're doing finger air quotes. quotes. Air quotes. And so, yeah, Rob says that we must have the twins. There's no other way of cross. You know this, mother. Right. And she says, yes, and so does Walder Frey. You can be sure of that. So they made camp that night, and it was Theon Greyjoy who returned with word from the Blackfish. Yeah. And I didn't flip my page yet. So <laughs> the the he mentions that there's uh, the Freys have strung up a couple Lannisters and that they're uh, dead and the crows are eating them currently. And so Rob thinks that's some good news because he's like, well, sweet, they're killing fucking Lannister men. Yeah. And his mother's like, or it might not even be his mother. It might have been uh, one of the lords that were there. Yeah. But said that just because they're defending their home doesn't mean they're going to attack the Lannisters outright. Yeah. Like, that's a big difference. Yeah, we learned that Brendan, uh, the Blackfish, had 
crossed some swords with some Lannisters and killed a bunch of scouts of Tywin's. Adam Marbrand was commanding the Outriders, and is run, he's pulling back south, burning the land as he goes. But the Blackfish vowed that he's not going to... No one will know when Rob splits his army. So we're getting a lot of, in the background, the movements of, of the military, and that's kind of what I've been trying to keep an eye on. Now, yeah, this is stuff that Tywin is unaware of. Because, and so we... That's it. The the killing, it says a dozen scouts. A dozen scouts were killed. That is essential. That's So this is where Tywin gets the misinformation, the no information that Rob splits his army and Whispering Wood is about to occur where Rob is taking the main force right. of his army and he's going to get the jump on Tywin. And so at this point, Tywin is aware that Edmure has been captured, mm-hmm. which she doesn't know just yet. That's still in, not till the morning yeah. when uh, Blackfish shows up, but... Um, I just think it's interesting to see that this is probably very same, similar time frame as that Tyrion chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so not much time, because we mentioned that from her last chapter with Tyrion, that not much time has passed. This is all going fairly quickly between these last few chapters. Yeah, so Catelyn's worried. She says, you know, know, Tywin won't know Rob splits his army unless... Walder Frey tells him. So she tells Theon to tell Blackfish to bring down any raven that they see coming out of the castle. But Blackfish is already on that shit. Yeah, and she's like, duh. And so, yeah, uh, the Blackfish also says that the the water is, because she asks if it can be crossed anywhere else. And no, the water's water's way way too high and fast. Yeah, Yeah. and it can't be forded. And and so so... Rob starts getting pissed here. I must have that bridge. And Theon says, you can easily take the twins if you need to, Rob. And Kat's like, no, not easily. Not easily. And And not in time. And we'll get uh, the reasons why when we actually see it here when they ride down. But the twins isn't, like, I think... I fucking love the twins. Yeah, castle. I really like, do it's too. Such a badass. But Catelyn essentially, the the gist of her argument is, while you mounted your siege, Lord Tywin would come up and shove his sword right in your bungholes. Yo. So boop, surprise. So Rob looks from her to Theon, and Cat notices that he looks his ears again, and he asks, "What would my Lord Father do?" And she answers, "He would find a way across, whatever it took." And so the next morning. It was the Blackfish himself. Yeah. Who rode back into camp, and his face is grim. Bad news. Yeah, so he got from one Which, of those. Can we just say, there's, I, like, I'm kind of blowing my own mind race. I come up with this right now. His grim face just reminded me of Dark Wings, Dark Words, and, like, fish scales. He's wearing a black cloak of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the scaled, like, there is... He's a black patch, fish. Fi- well, patch face face sings a song where like the fish have scales and the birds swim up like, so like he's literally epitomizing dark words. Dark so maybe dark he, words maybe right now. Black, maybe that's the black uh, fish that swims up. That he's talking about is black fish here. Yeah, patch face. Son of a bitch. Dang. We just made a fact. A fact. Don't don't fact check it. Don't fact check any so, of us. So yeah. He says that there was a battle under river under river runs walls yes. and the Kingslayer destroyed Edmure's host and sent the Lords of the Trident reeling. And it says a cold hand clutched at Catelyn's heart. Catelyn, it's cold hands. God damn it. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Um, I, I noted down the cold hand as well, uh, just the clutching at the heart. And I think, again, it's uh, that stone heart, that cold It's fucking heart, insane like, how much how he beats it into your head. Yeah, like, that this she's... This stone, this switching it off the emotions, this mask she puts on. Like, it's just fucked. It's George R. R. Martin is doing things to my brain that I don't like. And she asks about Edmure. How is my brother? And we find out that Jamie. Now they know that Jamie has taken him hostage, and that the Blackwoods, I believe, Lord are, Blackwood is holding and under siege in River Run for the time being, surrounded by Jamie's but Jamie's forces are surrounded. Yeah. Him. So Rob says that they must cross the river if they even remotely hope to make it in time to relieve River Run. But the Blackfish says that. The Freys have pulled all their strength back inside his castles, and the gates are closed and barred. And this is where Rob, once again, shouts out, he will, he'll, he'll take the fucking twins then mm. if he has to. Like, I'll smash my way through. You sound like a sulky boy, Rob. A lord must learn words. What? A lord must learn words can accomplish what swords cannot. So yeah, essentially, stop bitching. 
Like, yeah, yeah. You can't siege this castle. You're an emo kid, not conforming as can be. Throwback. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say Thursday, but it's not Thursday. It's not Thursday. And so Rob reddened, and again, at least Rob always has the decency yeah, to be yeah. shamed and no, to realize, no. like, yeah, I was being a little bitch. So he asks her, you know, explain, please. And she says, for 600 years, the phrase have held the crossing, and for 600 years, they have never failed to exact their toll. And so Rob says, what toll? Mm-hmm. Like, 25 cents? Like, we talking dollar seventy? What, what, like, what, can I get the flash pass? Like, we, we just going right through? Nah? Mm-mm. Nah? No fast lane? Nah? Dang. Can we carpool? We got enough people. Yo, mm-hmm. carpool lane. Anyway, he she uh, he asks, what, what does he want? And Catelyn says, that is what we must find out. And then she just bounces. Well, he asks, yeah. what if I don't want to pay this toll? And she says, "Then pack up your shit and go home." Yeah, return to Moat Kalen, or meet attack. Lord Tywin in battle, yeah. or grow wings. I see no other choices. And she just bye, deuces, bye Felicia, bye Felicia. Anyway, so it was almost noon, midday, when they came into sight of the twins. Yeah, as she was riding off, she thought to herself, "Did you teach him wisdom as well as valor, Ned? Did you teach him how to kneel?" And I just, I think that's so important. Well, especially after the chapter we just read, that's where what he's I mean. being, like, forced to... To admit to something yeah. he didn't do. Yeah, did you teach him how to eat his crow, essentially? Yeah. So midday, they came upon the tri- twins, and their bridge was a massive arch, large enough for two wagons to ride abreast. The water tower rose from the center of the span with a stout timber keeps on either bank. But the timber keeps have since been replaced with stone. And so now there are two identical castles. The twins. At either end of the bridge with the water tower raising high in the middle. Mm. And they are just heavily fortified. Yeah, each uh, twin castle has high curtain walls, deep moats, heavy oak and iron gates protecting them. And one glance is all Catelyn needs to know that the castle will not be taken by storm. And then it also has the water tower's defenses looking over all of it. And spears, swords, and archers lining the wall. The drawbridge was up, portcullis was down, and the gates were closed and barred. That thing is sealed up tighter than a crab's buttocks. That's a true story. And so the great John cursed when he saw it, and Lord Bolton whispered, It cannot be assaulted. You're going to hate me It cannot for that. be assaulted is You're what he gonna just said. You're going to hate me for that. Um, which is clearly <laughs> obvious. That Not by siege, without an army on the far bank to occupy the other castle, Helmand Tallheart added. Yeah. Because who the fuck is Helmand Tallheart? He's, he's the Lord Tallheart. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. And of the Tallhearts? What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> Helmand Tallheart. I got it. I got it. As the lords watched, a sally port opened, and a plank bridge extends across the moat, and a dozen knights rode forth to meet them. Led by four of the 21 sons of Lord Walder Frey. Carrying their banner, twin towers on a dark blue field of pale silvery gray. And they are led by Lord Walder's son and heir, Stevron? Stevron Frey. Stevron Frey. Yeah, he was speaking for him. And Cat notes that all the Freys look like weasels. I, yo, I think that's the funniest shit. I never noticed that before, but now I, like. Can't not picture But, them. like, that's how I pictured yeah, no, them. Yeah, no, that's and I was it, like, too, yeah. And, like, I never realized that she specifically mentions that, which is likely the Definitely reason. Definitely, like, rodent, like, but was yeah. how I pictured him, yeah. Very, like, I picture him as, like, an, uh, Walder Frey specifically, like, Wormtail. Yeah. After he's made all his transformations mm, and he's just fucking losing all his nasty, nasty hair. And... But, yeah, Sir Stevron was past 60 himself. Yeah, he's polite enough. And she, uh... He says that, my lord father has sent me to greet you and asks, who leads this mighty host? And Rob kicks forward on his, his little horsey there with Grey Wind padding I up. do. I do. And, and I like this, but he he looked at her son with a flicker of amusement, which it's good that it was only a flicker, like, because that's all it would take to set someone like Theon off. Yeah. Like, but Rob is at least... St- Capable of or looking great past John, that. great John too. Yo, he's like making motherfuckers kneel to this. Truth, kid. yeah. Like, he's not even declared king in the north yet. 
So yeah, he says, my lord father would be honored if you would share meat and mead in the castle and explain your purpose here. We have not yet in this series been introduced to the concept of guest right. It comes up at Walder Frey. Like, yeah. that's when it, like, and it doesn't get explained in this chapter either. Well, they don't, it, don't the uh, Dothraki do it? I thought not, I, I thought in one chapter they mentioned them eating the food there. I, I'm pretty sure I thought we even countered well, it at like, one point. Mentioned, but yeah, not. I mean, not f- specifically like because yeah, we haven't seen an interaction of it where like somebody's like, "Come share my meat and mead, like salt, break salt and bread with yeah. me, and you're safe under got like guest right." Like, it's just I, I zeroed in on it on this one that like yeah, that very is noted. Like, here. it's just to well, and to me, it came off skeevy here like yeah with these phrase and knowing them and the fact that he just looked at rob with a flicker of amusement like won't you come in and like you know do the guest right thing for us like that's our thing but like, that's, we want you to feel safe he called him forward and was only speaking to him he was not inviting the host well yeah no it was just that's what i mean is like oh yeah we do the meat and mead thing like we're not sketchy yeah it's like yeah. already like, being established right, right. type thing yeah so he says, yeah, come in, share meat and mead in the castle and explain your purpose here. And not one of the yeah. northern lords the, are down with Bruce, this. Bruce, Great John, they're losing their shit. Yeah, they're no. like, no, 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 You no. must not do this, my lord. Walter is not to be trusted. It just Yeah, just they're telling show. him to, you know, well, no, how about you lower down your porculus, uh, raise the porculus and lower the drawbridge, let us all in and share meat and mead. Or why don't you just send his old fucking ass out here and he can treat with Rob out here. And I really like the gender reversal here where normally – and, like, I'm going to get stereotypical, but women are described as, like, hens clucking and, yeah, and pe- yeah, yeah, henpecking. Yeah. But it's Catelyn who's been silent this and time she... while the men are all fucking bickering about she's... we storm the castle, mm-hmm. we'll fucking take it. And she's noticing Sir Stevron is getting pissed. Like, yes. they're talking about his ancestral his... home, mm-hmm. his lord father. Like, you can't, like... Who, like fucking mind yourself yeah. my lords like yeah. and Catelyn is and so it says she shares all their doubts but yeah she notices that Stevron's getting pissed so she knew she had to act before he's like nah fuck this and so she steps forward and says I'll go I will take it I will take the ring to Mordor I volunteer I volunteer as tribute <laughs> yeah she, she says I will do it and uh, at first it's met with some Eh. But she explains to the High Lords, like, I've known him since I was a she little girl. She lies glibly. Yeah, Because yeah. she's pretty nervous about this. And but... so she says, she, he's known me since I was a little girl. There's no way he would hurt me. She That's bullshit. She hasn't, like, well, unless. Well, then she thinks it. Unless it serves him a unless purpose. Unless there's a profit in it, yeah. she thinks. Yeah, no, she's not, she's not dumb. She knows she's this aware. is dangerous. Exactly. But, again, there was no choice. She was right. trapped. And if they were going to lose this opportunity, to go across this river. They need this. So, like, she's willing to put her life she on the line. And, yeah, and there was really no choice. And so, uh, yeah, some truths did not bear saying. Some lies were necessary, she thinks, when she says this, which, Start I mean, it's Ned. just interesting with Jon Snow and, and how Ned. much she detests him because of Ned's lie, yeah. but doesn't understand that Ned thinks that's a necessary some lie and some truths are better left unsaid. But she says, uh, or Stevron says, I'm certain my father will be pleased to speak with you, Lady Catelyn. Yeah, so he says that in good faith they will leave Sir Perwin Frey. Again, this is the first house that is doing these things. Yeah. That is assuring. You know, just to make sure that you we're trust trustworthy. Us. Hey, you know that we you could trust us. Yeah. So we're going to leave we're him here to show you. We're getting introduced to all these different concepts yeah. here where like, oh, t- t- take a hostage, you know, like, or, you know, take a family member, leave a family well, member yeah, type thing. You're, you actually are most likely right because we haven't been in war yet long enough for these things to be. 
Yeah, no, like, we haven't gone to other houses. And, and, and so, yeah, they. I mean, they mentioned that the Starks always held a feast for each house. But, yeah, but it's mainly to but feast it was them. For, and, and greet them. You yeah, just, it seems you don't like get, celebration of right. like, hey, yo, what up, homies here? Where they're specifically showing, George is using these to show the trust building. I think you could be right, and there was something in Pentos that could have been mentioned about guests, right? And like that sharing meat and mead offered you some sort of protection. But inherently with the Starks so far, it has not been said like right. at the feast we're sharing it for protection exactly. under our home like so it's just the phrase are the first house that's beating in this guest right thing and then the prison the hostage prisoner yeah. exchange collateral. yeah the collateral the insurance and so yeah they they agree that and uh, so they get ready to leave rob tells sir stevron that he wants his mother back by evan fall so. yeah your brother sir perwin will be our honored guest but i do require my mother back by evening fall i do not intend to linger here long sir and stevron nods and cat rides forward and the fray envoys fall in around her like yeah. fucking locusts is yeah. all i could picture was just them chittering up behind her and so it skips right in. We yeah. get the Lord of the Crossing greeted her in the great hall of the Eastern Castle. And so it gives all the number of children he has. Oh, I wrote it down. Him. I have it as well. Oh, you do? So, Word. Yeah. Hell so yeah. Hit he it. has 21 sons. One is out with the Rob host. Yeah. That's Perwin. 36 grandsons. <laughs> Fuck. 19 great grandsons. And numerous daughters, granddaughters, bastards, and grand bastards. Lord Walder himself was 90. A wizened pink weasel with a bald, spotted head, too gouty to stand unaided. I did not remember that fact, that, that he, he had gout as well, like Doran. Like Doran. And uh, his newest wife, a pale, frail girl of 16, walked beside his litter as he was carried in, and she, she. was the eighth lady of Frey. Walder skips all the pleasantries and just asks why she is here and not Rob. Yeah, like right out. He's cut like from all the the ex- descriptions we've gotten, he in- takes it on and is tenfold worse. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here, bitch?" Yeah, pretty it's much. Basically, how he greets. Cat had been a, l- a girl last she saw him, but he was blunt even then. Age seems to have made it worse. She thinks. Yeah, and so his sons and bastards. Father. Star. You can't speak like that. You. Can't- what do you think? This is a lady. How dare you? And so he goes off on them. Like, yeah. you, you shut the fuck up. You're a bastard. Why are you even opening your mouth? <laughs> like, sit the fuck down. Yeah, I'm 90 years old. I'll speak as I please. So they seat him down in the high seat of the fray, which is made of uh, carved of two towers, which I just yes. think is a sweet chair. And he beckons Cat over, kisses her hand, and then tells his sons to shut the fuck up. A dry, papery kiss. There, I've seen to the pleasantries. Are you all satisfied now? Now, what the fuck do you want? Pretty much. And Cat tells him they want passage for Rob and his bannermen to cross his little bridgie. To you know. River Run. So, I really... To River Run. <laughs> I really enjoy the... If I don't know if you've thought about it, but the... The troll, the crossing, the troll that lives under the bridge. Yeah, you gotta pay the toll. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And how much, like, he's he's such a trolly he's a troll, character. Yeah. Like, he's a gross, looks, pink, spotted, mm-hmm. weasley-looking motherfucker. Like this, yeah, ugh. with, like, I just picture, like, little tiny, tiny little wisps of, like, white yep, hair yep. that, like, you know, he's just... He's gross. Goblinoid He's physically gross-looking, and then he his mannerisms, his... his pervertedness toward his wives being very young. Well, because he even makes a little comment about Kat right here where – because she she asks for privacy. Well, that's in a bit because she confirms to River Run and says, where I would expect to find you, you are my lord father's bannerman, are you not? And he laughs slash grunts, and he says, you've seen my swords. I called them. It was my intent to march. It's not my fault your fool brother lost his battle before we could march. Which, you know, technically, had the bannermen taken that long to gather, that's a valid Oh, no, 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 it's bullshit. But obviously... It's complete horseshit. It said the Kingslayer went through him like an axe through cheese. Why should I hurry my boys south to die? Cat wants to just fucking kill this son of a bitch yeah. right here. So this is when she asks to speak in private. Yes. May we speak privately? And and we're speaking now. But, but this is where he makes a, a, 
uh, come on to Cat, where he's like, oh, Lady Stark maybe wants to come and have a little wall to lap time. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he, he kicks made, everyone out. Yeah, he tells him to get the fuck out. Yeah. And then, yeah, he uh, essentially is giving a little narrative on each of his sons, and he says, they're all waiting for me to die, he tells Catelyn if the, as they leave. And they kind of go back and forth about, oh, I hope you live long and prosper, essentially. Yeah. And he's he like, did, yeah. He did the Vulcan hand thing there, well, just, so, just to make sure you all know, because they have can't to. do that. And, uh, and, yeah, he says, essentially, that uh, he hopes he lives just to piss them all off, and then mentions his wife and her her honey's all Ugh. his. And I, I have to just mention the show because fucking... And his name is escaping me, but David Finch? Is it David Finch? I don't know. The actor who played Walder Frey in the show fucking killed it. Yeah, like, he was very good. Because I just, especially with that line, like, and her honey's all mine. Like, nah, I just mine. always remember that line from him, and it was so, like, skin crawly. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so she he asks what you want again. And she, to cross. And he's like, oh. Do you? All right, then. That's blunt. Why should I let you? And she gets hissed. She tries that. scare tactics. Yeah. And so she, look out your window, Lord Frey. Rob has 20,000 armed men outside. She says door. if you could climb your own walls, <laughs> which, like, yuck. And then he responds, 20,000 corpses when Lord Tywin gets here. Don't try to frighten me, my lady. Your husband sits in a traitor's cell under the Red Keep. Your father's sick, might be dying, and Jamie Lannister's got your brother in chains. Who should I fear, that son of yours? I'll match your son. Match you son for son, and still have eighteen when all yours are dead. And Jesus, like... Yeah, like... He gets fucking brutal. And Kat just responds with, you swore an oath to my father, though, dude. And he makes another great fucking loophole statement, like, I swore oaths to the crown as well, and Joffrey sits the throne. Like, fuck Kat, what do you... way I see it, that makes you and you, your boy and all those fools out there no better than rebels. If I had any sense... I'd help the Lannisters boil you all. Why don't you then? Is all cat ass. And we get, I think, the truest part of Lord Walder. Yes, I agree. He snorts with disdain. Tywin the proud and splendid, warden of the West. Oh, what a great man that one is, with his gold this and gold that. What's he got to be so puffed up about? Only two sons, one a twisted little monster. I'll match him son for son, and I'll still have 19 and a half left. If Tywin wants my help, he can bloody well ask for it. And that's the key. That was all Cat needed to hear. And so she says, I'm asking you, Lord Walter. Humbly, yeah. What can I fucking do to get you... My father, brother, lord husband, and son... Ask with my voice as well. And he says, save your sweet words. Get those enough from my wife. See her? Gross. And then he, yeah, goes on a little bit. Wages, she gives me a son by next year. And she says, I'm certain you'll have many sons. Which, God, like, Cat just kills it here. Keeping that mm -hmm. composure and that. And, like... Sansa, like that, right. a lady's well, courtesy. And Sansa, like a lady uh, must remember her courtesy. And Sansa puts those two together constantly with my mother's strength, mm-hmm. the strength of my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to mention that he's pushing right now, even hinting at what he's going to be proposing to her when it cuts away. Because it does just cut away. We don't get to see the actual. Yeah, yeah. It just bartering. says the rest of it was just. Uh, the rest was only Oh, that we're not there yet. I know, but I'm yeah. just saying um, he he's mentioning, you know, my, my wife and having kids and these kids, and then he kind of starts leading into your father's always shit on he me. Didn't come to my wedding. Didn't come to my wedding. Mm-hmm. The last one either, the one before that. Yeah. And you guys have always thought Calls of us me as the a late joke. Lord Frey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll outlive them all. Yeah. He uh, He's starting to hint. At, he even denied a match. Between Edmure and one of my daughters. And he would have let him pick. 
The yeah. prettiest one. Lord Hoster wouldn't have heard it. He gave me sweet excuses. But I wanted to be rid of a daughter. Yeah. And your he, sister, a year ago. Yeah. John Aaron was still hand. I went to see my son's ride in the tourney, Danwell, Holstein, and Perwin. If I knew the shame they would bring me, I would have stayed home. Yeah, so he kind of talks some shit about My Loris. third hall was a cray call, and all cray call women are sluts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, who is this guy? What the fuck? Never mind your sister I was talking about. (laughs) I propose they foster two of my grandsons at court, and I foster their boy here, but Lord Aaron wouldn't have it, him or the other one. Yeah, and so then we... And I blame your sister for that. We learn that even Lord Frey knows that... Because John Aaron said, I'm sorry, but we're already fostering him with Lord Stannis at Dragonstone. And that was when Lysa stormed off. Got pissed. So we're getting a lot in this story. Yes. We're getting the fact that Lysa is very pissed at John Aaron trying to take her boy away. Yeah. Which is key for Littlefinger slipping in there. Mm -hmm. Literally, like, slipping it Mm -hmm. in there. Slipping in the DMs. I'm going to scream when my husband makes love to me. Yeah. They'll heal me clear across the narrow sea. And <laughs> so we get the, the discrepancy in John Aaron and Lisa Aaron's marriage. And then we also get the significance of this lie that's been going about, yeah, about, about Robert and, and where Robert. he was going. And so Kat frowns and says, I understood that Lysa's boy was to be fostered with Lord Tywin at Casterly Rock. And so Walder Frey uses this as an excuse to get pissed off again. Are you calling me old? I can't tell the difference between Tywin and Stannis. They're, They're both... <laughs> go ahead, go. They're both bungholes, but I know the difference. <laughs> I love that word. They it are. gets used in this book a lot. I yeah, love it. that's good. So it said that... Uh, a cat asks him again, John Aaron meant to foster the boys at Dragonstone. Are you certain? Yes, yes, yes. You say you want to cross. And the conversation shifts back. And he asks, why should I? Tully, Stark, they've never been friends of mine. And he kind of reels back waiting for her answer. So at this point, he's laid it out. He, yeah. And he's laid it out fully what he wants if you can piece it together. Yeah. He wants someone to marry his daughter. He wants some of his kids fostered. Yeah, he wants to get rid of children, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. And so, yeah. Fuck, I lost my place in my yeah, notes. So it's, that's, the, the rest, rest was, was only, only haggling, yeah. And then as the sun's setting... A swollen red sun hung low. Yeah. Now, we have uh, mentioned over and over that red overcast of the Cersei presence, the Lannister presence, and right now as she's riding out after having made this deal, this swollen... The swollen stuck out to me, like... Because I immediately think of like a wound, a, like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a fresh, Festering a fresh like a, swollen wound yeah. that like this isn't gonna heal type yeah. thing. So yeah, that I just thought that was significant. The drawbridge dropped and Cap made to rejoin her son. Behind her came Sir Jared Frey, Hosteen Danwell, and Walder's bastard Ronald Rivers, leading a column of pikemen. And so Rob rode out to meet her with Grey Wind. It's done, she told him. Lord Walder will grant you your crossing, and his swords are yours. Less 400 to stay here. I suggest you leave another 400 with a commander you can trust. Walder may need help keeping faith. Which is prudent as fuck. Yes, yeah. Now, she appoint or he appoints, uh, I didn't even... Write his name. Oh, I don't think he did. He appoint him right then and there. Well, he appointed. He well, he said that he had chosen a a guy to command that to stay back. Oh, word! It's in there. I didn't know the name either. I just said he said as you say, mother. No, he definitely did. uh, In mine, anyway. Unless you've got a different one, it should be here. I think. As you say, mother, uh, perhaps Sir Hellman Tallheart. Oh, what the hell, Hellman! Hellman! Fucking mayonnaise is yeah. going to stay at fucking... So, yeah, so Tallheart. Right. Uh, I knew I recognized his name I'm for something special. I'm just calling him mayonnaise There, see? On. So that's why he's special. Right. I almost called him mayonnaise earlier. Right, I'm cool. glad you're calling so, yeah, him. yeah, no. So Sir Mayo is going to stay back and command the 400 forces that Rob leaves behind. Yeah. To help Catelyn agrees, a fine choice. Yes. And she asks, and Rob asks, what did he want? What was the toll? Yeah. So this is where we learn the full effects of what she has given him. And I think we start with the worst one first. 
Arya being? No, he demands an <laughs> escort for two grandsons north oh. to Winterfell to be taken as wards, both named Walder. Bran should welcome the companionship. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we will soon be introduced to Big Walder and Little Walder. And I hate these they're, fucking kids. They're cunts. And I Bran hates hate them. them. And I hate them, and you hate them, and they are cunts. And so I completely forgot all about these little stupid fucks until I read this part. Yeah. And then I remembered that Bran has to deal with them for a while at Winterfell. Yep. And I'm upset. Yeah, they're cunts. But uh, Rob asks, is that all? And she says, goes on and says, Sir uh, Walder's son, Sir Olivar will serve as your personal squire with a knighthood expected in due time. And Rob says, fine, fine. And then uh, your little sister, Arya, will be marrying a Frey. I don't know if it said which one. Yes, I... uh, Walder's youngest, Sir Elmar. Sir Elmar. And even Rob says she will not be happy about that. Like... I cringed. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Fuck, man. Could you imagine like how this miserable little girl is like... purely just words on paper? And I cringed at her reaction to her being told she has yeah. to marry a fray boy. Right? Like, Jesus, a fat, soft, weasel-faced kid. That's it. I mean, her being told that she has to marry anyone, yeah. but I imagine the phrase just so much worse. Right, right. And so he but says, that's... "Yeah, Arya won't like that." And there's still more. There's more. You will be marrying one of his daughters. Now, what I put here as a note is the Bachelor Winterfell edition because he gets to have his choice of bitches. That's fucked up. I think that's absolutely – you can pick whichever one you think is the hottest. Oh, well, yeah, and so, that's... like, Rob is going to be the guy that had he moved forward with it. He would have gone through and gotten to know each one to see which oh one he's... God. And so it would have been bachelor, and he would be giving them, like, a Lord winter Waldina, rose. Lord Waldina, will you accept this rose? <laughs> I will. Too bad. It's Too going bad. to your sister, bitch. Promise me, Rob. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, to his credit, Rob does not flinch. Uh, and it, it, the marriage is to happen when the fighting is done, which is important to know. Uh, but, yeah, to his credit, Rob did not flinch. I see. And Catelyn asks, do you consent? Do I have a choice? Not if you wish to cross. Then I consent. And it said, he said this, never seeming more a man to her than he did in this moment. So, yeah, I think that's significant. Again, I mentioned at the beginning of the chapter, this is the specific moment I was referring to where we're losing Ned and we're supposed to be building up Rob and gaining Rob, which is going to be out. This, I think, is very important to how fucked up we feel when George comes in and murders our souls <laughs> with the Red Wedding um, is because of seeing this development into this man where he's going from boy where we first saw him, you know, fucking around with Theon and the puppies and doing shit like that at the beginning of the book. We're already at the end. It's just one book, and he's already, yeah. like... I mean, in this one chapter alone, he was referenced as a boy. You're right. like a sulky boy, yeah. Rob, and now he's never seen more, seemed more a man. It's Within that, that growth, yeah. Exactly. And then to have it right after Ned's chapter mm -hmm. there and to be... I think it's outstanding. So they crossed at Evenfall. Like a great steel snake, Catelyn's at the head of the serpent with her son, her uncle, and Sir Stevron Frey, and it took hours for the men to cross. The larger part of the host remained on the east bank under command of Roose Bolton. Rob had commanded him to continue south to confront the Lannister army coming north under Tywin, which in Tyrion's last chapter, we yeah. got wind of them marching, which Tywin believes is Rob leading. Exactly. For good or for ill... Her son had thrown the dice. And so now here's the funny thing is that we now have the people that are, the trust is in so heavily right now for Rob, Roose Bolton, Walder Frey. Yeah. The, like, one is commanding his host, one is expected to keep a secret while they sneak around and, and handle mm. this. And technically, they play their parts. So, like... The fact that they go then and switch to the Lannister side, and the Lannisters are willing to accept them, mm. it's fucking insane. I also thought it was interesting, just in the theme that we've been on kind of lately uh, with the Not-So-Silent Sisters' help a lot, is uh, the colors. There's a lot of gray in this chapter, Lots too. Of it. And I think that's meant to be Walder Frey as this gray character, because I don't... He's disgusting, and he's reprehensible, but... He's vengeful. 
He's he's. I don't inherently think Walter Frey is a bad guy. I just he's think vindictive. he's he's vindictive. And he's he petty. Yeah, he's petty. He's not a good, great person, but he's not Tywin Lannister evil. Like, I would definitely say he's one of the milder because he's just petty. He's just a petty. He's fucking, just a shitty dude. That's is all it. it is. Like, he's creepy with the women, but unfortunately, that's fine in this society. So like, no, it's not he's, where he's evil. He's, he's just, just a, a gross, bad fucker. He's just a, a gross person. It makes shit decisions. And so I think the like the gray surrounding is this also the gray of this decision. Like the, there's a lot of choices made in this one of whether or not to storm storm the castle to treat with him. Well, even him with whether to let you cross, not cross. Should I call Tywin and tell him you're here? Should I do this? And, and then that? we get other choices of should we foster Robert Aaron at. Casterly Rock or Dragonstone. Yeah, so there's all these different choices being made and a lot of gray color, which I think is significant in saying that, especially with this last line here, for good or ill, her son had thrown the dice, where at this point, it could go any way. We got fucking one of the... Especially right now, because, like, they kind of haven't had their turn right now. So Roose Bolton, a very great character at this point, I would say. Yeah. Walder Frey, until that twist. Yeah, when we then learn. they're still great. So as moment. of right now, like, I associate Grey with Mist. And, like, Mist, uh, if you've ever read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Mist is meant to represent, like, blindness and not being able to see the things that are right in front of you. So I just thought with all the Grey, there was a lot of, like, representation of just a veiled... Veiled motives of yeah, what people yeah. are actually up to, no, and and Catelyn is trying to be aware of that. But and I think how it's can I you? think it's really cool though, because like you had mentioned, they are also at the forefront of pushing these trust me uh, schemes. Yeah, trust us. We're leaving back a, a guy. Trust us. You're eating That's our food. It, and yeah. drinks. Trust us. But really, these are some of the worst situations. These mm. shadiest schemers, right? Yeah. Here. No. This is. I mean, this deal isn't inherently terrible now until Rob breaks it, exactly reneges, and so it, like. Yeah, that's it. You're kind of making a deal with the devil. Great. Then yeah. that's is why it's it justified. Gray. Yeah, is is what obviously the red wedding isn't justification exactly. for Rob's betrayal there, but it, you know to Robert uh, to Walter Frey it is. So exactly. we're gonna stop babbling. That was the end of the chapter. We've got some inductees. You got an inductee. I've got an inductee. You go first. I, no, I'll go first. Okay, I'm going with with Sir Mayonnaise Tallheart. Sir Mayonnaise. Uh, Sir is gonna join us this week. Just I'll because. be very super interested to see, like, to keep an eye on Sir yeah, Mayonnaise and see Sir if Helman there's Tallheart. any. It's gonna be cool. To see be if there's any flip floppiness. Yeah, where he lies, where we see him, if we see him anymore, mm-hmm. or if it's just gonna be an off off page death or yeah. what happens. But yeah, so we're gonna get uh, Tallheart in here for for a inductee this week. This episode, this chapter. Did you give me a reason why, or did I cut that off? No, that's because he's fucking Sir Mayo. He's a badass, apparently, cool. and so I'm going to have him. Uh, that and because he's trustworthy enough to command the 400 hosts to keep uh, Walder Frey's faith, make sure he's not. Yeah. You know, so they've got some trust in him to leave him behind. So I like it. I like Tallheart now. <laughs> Mine is, uh, I was going to give it to Walder Frey, but I can't bring myself to, so I'm going to actually give it to Roose Bolton in this chapter. Because even when I was reading this, like in my in my mind's eye, the picture of like them all gathered on the bank of this. What are you? The castle is keeping itself. I don't know. I'm just whispering stuff like Roose Bolton oh, okay. because it's gonna be creepy. You scared me. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. See, it works. But in my mind's eye, when I was reading this, and I like all the Northern lords gathered on the bank discussing it. In my mind's eye, even like it was a show. I was keeping my fucking eye on Roose Bolton, like, while I'm reading, like, and then when he speaks, like, it's just so, I don't know, man, there's just something hauntingly. He's like salad fingers. Yeah, it's so drawing. Whenever his name is mentioned for me, it, like, stands out on the page, even in my own notes. That's because he's my an immortal eye, vampire. Like, goes to it. Fucking stop it. <laughs> Roose Bolton is just a brilliantly written character. Bolton. That's the dumbest name for a theory. Oh, I'm dang. sorry if you wrote that theory, but then fucking stupid. <laughs> fucking stupid. Anyway, that's my inductee. That's a good inductee. Bruce Bolton for just keeping my attention. And now we'll go to Julian's inductee. Julian. Uh, do, 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 do. He was. That's not his inductee. That's not his inductee. <laughs> he uh, also thought that this was a very interesting chapter because of the choices and the. Uh, 
character is influencing Cat's decision and says, yet his inductee is going to be a present character that he totally rediscovered rereading A Game of Thrones compared to the show. Oh, not rereading. Reading A Game of Thrones compared to the show, and it's the Blackfish. Yes. He loves the character. It seems like he's handsome, respected, smart, and talented warrior, and he can't wait to see him evolve in the books and see him defend River Run to the death will be way more satisfying in the books that as we didn't really know him in the show. Holy fuck are you in for it, Julian? Valor Doharius. Julian, I'm going to say something right now that's that like we're breaking form here. We are not going to be full spoiler for, for you on that. Yeah, I decided that too. Um, because God damn. that's one of the better storylines from book two show. The changes are great, so... Uh, I'm uh, I'm excited for you to read that. You definitely have to let us know your thoughts once you do. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you're ahead in the books anyway. Yeah. So hopefully you'll get you'll, you'll you love it. You're gonna love the so Blackfish. Good. He only gets better. So thank you for your writing in. Your inductee was great. Great Blackfish is always welcome in the Brotherhood. I'm jealous I didn't pick the Blackfish. Now, good. That was a good. That, well, like we got a good, good we got a good, good run one. of the mill. And That's right. I got Blackfish is dark wings, dark words. I bet Sir Mayo makes a dark hell of a sandwich. Duck. When there's trouble, you call BFW Blackfish Duck Wing. (laughs) Blackfish Wing. Sure. Anyway. I kicked the table this time. Uh, If you would like to send in an inductee. This ending is falling apart. It's falling apart quick. (laughs) We got to wrap it up. You can hit us on our socials. We have our email, which is most important and not a social, but it's still how you can contact us without manners. Brotherhood at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at manners without. I'm on Instagram at manners without. Zach also is on that Instagram. Zach is on Twitter at carstark92. We are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brotherhood Podcast. Hey. And then finally, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Without Manners. You can find our special episodes right now. We have Mercy and Theon sample chapters from Winds of Winter. Ah. Next coming up will be the Victorion. And it's going to be good. But in the meantime, if you have inductees for this chapter or any of our future chapters, we will be reading Dan- John 8. John 8. And then after John 8, we'll be Danny 7. So so we, uh, at this point, as the, the we're getting closer to the end of Game of Thrones, I went through and just wanted to check and see different chapters. And I realized that the Stark children all only have one chapter left besides John himself. All the rest have multiple chapters, but so the next uh, Arya, Sansa, and Bran chapters, which are coming up, not not next week, uh, not, not not next, next episode, episodes, but, but in a few, uh, those will be their last. Of course, we'll announce that obviously yeah. as it gets closer so we'll as well. But so those, we we just think that there's significance, significance in the way they end the, the way book. they end the, the last chapter for each character. In and the book, since we so. just did Ned's last one last episode, and now we're approaching a few others, we just thought we'd mention that as Mentioned, well yeah so in the meantime write into us let us know your thoughts and feelings and maybe and not check your feelings, out the but... uh the the well as of the date of this recording the emmys are airing tomorrow not that nate and i are really into award shows but game of thrones for the last season has fucking yeah been nominated so, like 31 times technically or when this airs they'll we'll know who the winners are but we're not they're on date enough to where we'll have They're that. poised to Sweet shatter it. some records of the most awards won, which would be cr- pretty cool. For a even, single season. Even mm-hmm. just, mainly I'm just interested in the, the actor categories, where yeah. the uh, leading uh, supporting actresses, there's four, there's Lena Headey, Gwendolyn, uh, Sophie, and Maisie, yes. and that's just amazing, any one of those who yeah. win. And then... Nikolai Coster-Walder, Peter Dinklage, and Alfie Allen are nominated for so, supporting actors. Real quick before we sign off for the the, the episode, predictions because it's coming out and it'll be out by the time this is done. All right. Um, I supporting think, actors. I think John. We're I, only I, gonna do supporting oh, in the because yeah, we don't know the who the. Or well, else I would and, like. I would claim that I'm gonna make a bold claim. I think Kit Harrington is gonna win support uh, lead lead actor, and I think Amelia is gonna not take it. I think. Uh, Alfie Allen's gonna take supporting, and I think I I think Maisie's taking it. Fuck right, it, I'm going, going for it. it. All right, I'm gonna go with Gwendolyn. Yeah, it's gonna take it. That's and, a safe one. Uh, it's it's I just she feel, killed it. I know she, she killed, killed it. And uh, I, technically, any of the four could take it. Um, depending no, any on of the four your point of view. It. Exactly, and then for the actors, um, 
See, this one's tough because I hated uh, Theon forever in both the book and the, the show. But that's the point of the character. But goddamn, like, Alfie, Alfie nailed it. Yeah. Killed it, man. He made you hate and him I more. Just, and as much as I, and I, Nikolai Walter Costa is a dear. He's a dream. He's a wonderful person. And, and Peter Dinklage? Absolutely great. Uh, Alfie deserves it. And so I think yeah, Alfie, I'm going yeah, to hopefully Alfie, I almost think that they may give it to Dinklage. Um,. Wow, but, you say that was like so sadly. Well, because I <laughs> no, I think I really it, I think in terms of the final season, Alfie deserves. It I think over it, Peter I agree. Yeah. I think Alfie did. Uh, yeah, I agree. But anyway, anyway not that we give a yeah, shit about award stupid. shows. Sorry, Valor De Harris. Peace. Peace.